0: Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings, welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Rob Center did a fabulous job today taking good care of us this morning. And we invite you to call us.
2: I know what you're doing. You're just going to ignore me, but it won't work. I'm going to inject myself into the conversation. I will not Permit be ignored. Permit me to introduce myself. <laughs> I will not
1: be ignored. Who yelled that out in a movie one time? I don't know. I'm sure it was somebody. somebody Glenn, probably... Glenn Close. Glenn thank Close. Thank
3: you. Close. Okay. In, uh, oh, what was that called? <laughs>
2: uh, Glenn Close. The Glenn Close movie. She yelled it at Michael Douglas... Oh, uh, he, Wolf of Walsh? No, that wasn't Wolf of He was of Wall having an affair with her. Is that uh, that one where somebody does something to the soup? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it cooks a bunny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's that? What was that called? Oh, no. Boy, a group oh of old guys yeah. trying to figure this bring, stuff
1: out. Bring a bunch of old guys together to do old
2: movie titles. This is bad. If my son oh were my here, gosh. he would tell us in a Fatal second. Attraction. Fatal Attraction. Thank, Thank you me. for You much. looked it up. You cheated, didn't you, Ryan? I did, indeed. That's his job as producer.
1: Think about it. So, All right. Uh, I do remember that Joe is here. I was just overlooking him. Deliberately. Uh, I, I, wish, I wish to be dominant on this show. Well,
2: so actually, you succeed in being passive-aggressive almost I want to marginalize Joe's role in this show. All right. I think so, that was a microaggression. Actually, that was a macroaggression. Yeah, that
1: was a biggie. All right. So welcome on board, everybody. Now you get a flow, flavor of what the rest of the show is going to flow like. So we invite you to enjoy the flavor flow and call in and uh, enjoy participating in our conversation. We would just love to hear from you today. It is an open phones day. Uh, recent weeks, we've talked about the U.S.-Mexico border. We have talked about uh, what a fabulous uh, job Joe Biden is doing. And, <laughs> (laughs) What a terrible job Joe Biden is doing, depending Uh, on your perspective. Um, Let's see, capital insurrection have been a perennial topic. Uh,
2: What about the other insurrection being fermented?
1: by Maxine Waters. Right. She's uh, fomenting violence. uh, She is.
2: Trying to get uh, people stirred up We impeach President Trump for words very similar to hers. All right. So we have got... Only he uh, said, go peacefully. She isn't even saying that. (laughs) Well,
1: you haven't heard her whole speech. I'm sure she's used uh, words somewhere. No, she hasn't. No, (laughs) no, (laughs) no, no, uh, no. no, no. Encouraged people to be peaceful, but not today, anyway. (laughs) So we'll talk about that. Uh, Yeah, she's trying to stir up division. Uh, Just saw lots of news over the weekend about, uh, let's see, the helicopter taking a short uh, flight on the planet Mars. So we saw that happening. And uh, let's see what else is cooking. we got a couple of emails pending. Uh, last oh, On Friday, we talked about Hunter Biden being investigated and in hot water and having all kinds of issues and how that has fully tainted his father. And to that end, one of our listeners says Hunter Biden wasn't running for president. So that's the sum total. Of course, of
2: that's the excuse of the, that the left always gives for be- excuse bad behavior. Well, he wasn't the president. Oh, okay. Well, thank it's an you. Excuse. Only presidents doing bad stuff counts. Now we got it. In addition to being a wonderful excuse to
1: get uh, Hunter Biden off the hook for major news investigations, it does it, would it also happen to be true?
2: Well, I don't know. He he's, he says the computer could be his after the president, uh, when he was running, dis- dismissed it as Russian Great. misinformation. Now Hunter's saying, well, it could be mine. Well, how many laptops have you had, Joe? About six or seven over the yeah, lifetime? Yeah, and I know what happened to every one of
1: them. Okay, well. I was Hunt-
2: never so wasted that I didn't remember where my laptop was. Okay, well,
1: Hunter can't make any of those claims, <laughs> I can assure you of that. All right, so 1-800-795-9565. Uh, one of our good callers is on the line, uh, had an important update for us Friday in and then we ran out of show before we ran out of topics, so he's back on the line. Good morning, Carl. Thank you for calling back and remembering that we had to get this update in, also.
4: Good morning. I just wanted to give you guys a call. Uh, if you remember back probably about two, three years ago, the Department of Environmental Protection came out to my garden and told me I was no longer allowed to put manure from my animals on my garden. So Since then, because of my wife's health, we no longer have our steers and our pigs on our property. But we happen to have two ducks. And the Department of Environmental Protection showed up last week. And they are going to cite me because I do not have a manure management plan for my two (laughs) ducks.
5: For the two ducks. Are they, did That's you,
2: uh, my. I don't have a manure management plan for my two-year-old grandson. You know, He goes when he wants to. Well, yeah. he doesn't live outside in the yard next to the creek, though. <laughs> yeah.
1: And DEP and says, it, aha, proximity.
4: <laughs> yeah, and you, it's about almost a half an inch thick to give you the directions on how to fill out your manure management plan. <laughs> now, if this is not a waste of taxpayer money and if this is not harassment, I don't know what is, but... My i my two ducks are not going to have a manure management plan. I can uh, I can assure you of that. But <laughs> well, who's you know, managing the but, manure?
2: What, who's managing the manure being dispensed by the DEP? Because it seems to me like they're giving you a lot of manure.
4: <laughs> yeah. What upsets me is you know we read in the newspaper that the uh, the bass in the Susquehanna River from the fiber dam down have a are having a problem. Something growing on them. Wouldn't you think that, that the money was if the DEP was out there, you know, going up Shmokin Creek and trying to figure out where these poisons are coming from that are killing our bass. Because, you know, I'm I'm not a college-educated man, but if you have a problem from the fiber dam south, the first tributary is the Schmokin Creek. (laughs) So you think that might might just be a a place you would want to start instead of trying to figure out what I'm going to do with the manure for my two ducks.
1: We already know what's causing the intersexing and the growths on the side of the bass, and it does exist upriver of the creek. They may have done some article, I don't know, I didn't read what you read about south of the dam, but north of the dam it exists also, and it's from pharmaceuticals that we eat and consume and expel almost intact, and they go right through sewage treatment plants or right through septic systems and end up in our waterways. So this, these uh, pharmaceuticals are uh, omnipresent. Present in our outdoor
2: world. Could oh, no. I ask a question? Sure. Who does the sure. man, Who does the manure management plan for all the ducks I see on the river in the summertime?
4: <laughs> well, oh. no, the, the lady that came, she asked me, "Did you buy those ducks?" And I said, "Yes." Yeah. <laughs> and she said, "Are they your ducks?" "Yes, they're my ducks." Then you need a manure management plan if you <laughs> bought ducks. them.
2: But I have fed fed ducks on the river from time to time when I had my boat. Does that mean I'm responsible for Those ducks had their paperwork in order.
4: (laughs) But I I was informed if you have as little as one chicken on your property, you are supposed to have a manure management plan, which takes a Ph.D. after reading this booklet— to figure out, but if you call the DEP, then they'll some, send somebody out to your house to help you fill out your manure management
6: uh,
2: consultant. Plan. Well, what about what about dogs? <laughs> I mean, I've seen people walk dogs who don't pick up after them. You don't, know, don't get them. Don't give there them you. any ideas.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dog, dogs and cats aren't included, but if it's a farm, if it's a farm animal, and you bought it, uh, you need to do a manure management plan. And uh, I, I, what, what a waste. What if you
1: only had yeah. one duck?
4: Well, yeah, one duck qualifies. Yeah, I just oh, have to you, have two.
1: Okay, so I got you. So any number of ducks, <laughs> since they weren't born there, I guess, or they're not native, they didn't fly there on their own, which, of course, they probably wouldn't winter over there anyway. But um, So you have to fill out those papers. Well, I, w- I would suggest, uh, let's see, Earth Day is a good day to enjoy the ducks and sell, send the bill to... <laughs> and I mean really the bill the actual bill from one of the ducks to DEP say I told you I'd send you the bill here it is
2: either that or have yeah. a have your wife cook you a nice meal of Peking duck
4: yeah well these these actually these ducks believe it or not they're 9 years old this spring we've had them a oh long time so they're they are pets they come up every morning to get fed and but I, it's it's such a ridiculous waste of of fun mm. to harass somebody over two ducks when I'm, I'm sure there's, you know, more, much more polluting going on out there that might be done.
2: Well, I guess this is your government at work. What's the status of the big <laughs> solar? What's the big status of the solar project out there?
4: Well, we had a meeting uh, two weeks ago. Uh, it was a township meeting, and there is some uh, ordinances that are being looked at to limit the construction time for commercial construction. Uh, we also found out that there is a ordinance in the state that disallows for the disturbance of more than 20% of class one and class two farm ground. So we're looking in to determine uh, if this is class one and class two. So that might be a way to uh, stop it also. Okay, uh, so we're, doing a, we're doing our due diligence to, uh, to have this project stopped one way or another, uh, and there is a, it was an amendment to the Constitution in 1971 that talks about the destruction of your viewscape, so there's a couple of different avenues that we're going to approach uh, to try to uh, stop this 400-acre uh, solar project. Well,
1: thanks to Senator, Thanks to Senator Curry, the Pennsylvania Constitution has a lot of protections in it too related to the environment, so maybe there'd be some help there
4: yeah we're we're hoping we're gonna you know it's, it's gonna be a long process and uh there's from what we were told by the attorneys that we were talking with, there's nothing we can do to outright out stop this, but we can be a real pain that they decide to stop it on their own
1: okay and this is your neighbor is interested in this
4: yeah it it literally comes okay. right up ten feet behind my barn,
1: okay, but that neighbor owner is interested in
4: this. And, and putting in the, the solar. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. definitely.
1: Okay, gotcha. I mean, it's not yeah. somebody's taking somebody else's land or a new owner no, no, is no. going to be taking the no, land no. or something like that. It, okay. it, it,
4: it's a generational, I think it's uh, third, third or fourth generation farm.
1: Okay. All right, well, thank you for the update, Carl. Keep in touch about this and... Uh, uh, keep us up to date about the ducks though their fate seems a little more sealed than the rest of these stories thank you sir appreciate that all right 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number sounds like a perry mason episode the case of the defecating ducks (laughs) well i don't think so (laughs) i guess if you bring if it is a farm and uh, you bring ducks on and of course you know they produce not only a good company and just fun to have around but they produce waste um i guess that's and he does live near the creek so that's i guess that's all the recipe for regulation you need here
2: Okay. And it's
1: not, uh, <laughs> maybe because they've been around for nine years, they're obviously not producing anything of tremendous What I wonder what they would do if you wrote, uh, wrote
2: back in your plan you know, what is your plan? I'm going to kill the ducks. Would they find that acceptable? I would think so. Yeah, (laughs) we're here. But uh, that's pretty normal. That's
1: pretty much the fate for all the rest of the animals on a farm. All right, we'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565, any of the important topics. What's the first headline? You read one thing about Maxine
2: Waters. Oh, yeah. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene announced an effort on Sunday to expel Maxine Waters from Congress. After she told protesters in Minnesota to get more confrontational if Derek Chauvin isn't convicted of murdering George Floyd. She used the words more confrontational. She certainly did. Okay. All right. Well, (laughs) so we need to show them we mean business. Now equate that to Donald Trump saying fight like hell. Sounds like we need to show them we mean business. Well, on face value, it sounds like the same. So, right, and we, didn't we impeach Donald Trump for that? We didn't convict we did. him, but we did impeach him. All
1: right, we got a caller coming in, but we'll take more comers. One 9565 is the open phone. We will be right back. Welcome back to WKOK OK, Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. It's an open phones Monday. We've had one call already that related to the droppings from ducks uh, and also Maxine Waters. So We had the
2: first sentence of a Fox News story. And some droppings she deposited on the media over the about, weekend.
1: About uh, her encouraging more confrontation. I guess I'm assuming somewhere out in the Midwest. Is that where she yes, was? She was in Minneapolis. Okay. And uh, we ta- also talked about DEP. Uh, we had a shooting yesterday. There's still Seeking a shooter who was the uh, perpetrator of that, of course. A little girl was killed in Chicago over the weekend. Okay. We haven't had any mass shootings around here in almost 20-some hours, so we really have got to uh, try to get a streak going here of uh, not having one, perhaps, every day. Stan, you're on the mark.
7: Yeah. About the Indianapolis shooter out there in the FedEx, uh, that was another failure of the government because... My understanding is last year, his mother called the cops, saying that he was going to commit suicide by cop. And that would be, in my opinion, a a real case to put him in a mental ward, whether it's voluntarily or involuntarily, better involuntarily at that point, because then that prohibits him from ever purchasing a firearm again. As we know, he purchases guns by the system legally.
1: Did uh, somebody said there? I, I just heard one sentence about this, and, and really not much more. There is a red flag law there, and it failed to function properly. Is that? Did I catch well,
7: that? That I, that I don't know about red flag laws in in, okay. in Indiana. Okay. All I know is, but the cops were called, and I, something about the I seen the FBI interviewed him or something.
2: Right, they did. I don't and know they, what that they, was about. They yeah. took his shotgun, and they did not return it. But he legally purchased the two guns he used to commit the murders.
7: Okay, so they took one shotgun from him and never returned it. But then he was allowed, and that didn't go on any record anywhere, so he was he was able to purchase firearms legally mm-hmm. some at a later date?
2: No, but the question I would have is uh, if a universal background check had been in place and they had had to check his background and found that he had that, in his in his past, that he had have threatened to commit suicide by cop, mm-hmm. or that there was some question about his mental health, then 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 they should not have sold him the guns. But apparently, it wasn't in the system. Now, whether it was it wasn't in the system because it was a failure or because it isn't required under the law is a question I'd like to hear answered. Well, and regardless, well, well, go, ahead, go ahead, Stan.
7: Well. A universal background check wouldn't change that unless he bought it possibly from a private individual. But if he bought it from a dealer, the background check was still run. So if they didn't put the information into the system, you're right. It's not there. That is a failure of the government when, when you know, a majority of the times that these people buy it when they when they've had previous mental issues. Or criminal issues it's because the government didn't put the information into the system.
2: But, Stan, what information would they put in? He didn't do anything. He didn't commit suicide by cop. His mother was concerned about him. They interviewed him, talked to him, determined, took a rifle from him, but apparently a shotgun. But determined he wasn't in a threat to himself or others. Well, he can't. So answer what would they have put in?
1: The, he can't answer the well, questions a honestly Joe. on the form. Uh, he, okay,
7: exactly. So, so if they took the shotgun that he had from him, what was the reasoning for it? Because he was a danger to himself. That right there is a red flag, in my opinion. He should have been institutionalized involuntarily, just like they will do. I know a person that was involuntarily committed because they got drunk and stupid going through a divorce. And the cops, evidently they were thinking, you know, saying they were going to harm themselves. The cops put them in, committed them, involuntarily that negated them from ever purchasing a firearm because you know how i found that out they tried to do the paperwork on a firearm and they were refused Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and as I look over the Federal Firearms form, it seems to me he's skirting just under the radar on this form because it asks if you're under indictment or information in a court for any felony. Well, he might not have been at that time anymore. He certainly was under investigation. Well, Mark, it wouldn't be a
2: felony for your mother to think that you might try (laughs) to commit suicide by cop. That's not a criminal charge. If he
1: admitted any of this, I guess it would would have to to fuel it. Right. Are you a fugitive? No. Are you an unlawful user of uh, illegal drugs? Probably no. Are you adjudicated mentally defective? Well, it sounded like he skirted right under that radar, There's the operative
2: word, adjudicated. That implies an official
1: finding that you have a problem. Right, so probably just suspected. Okay, well, maybe there's some changes in... Well, first of all, uh, depending upon all the very, very specific things that happened, maybe there was a lack of enforcement or a lack of communication there or the information from the FBI didn't make it into the system, you know, in the first place. And then secondly, maybe some tweak to the laws would catch this kind of an issue where you have somebody who has been under investigation and has been found to be at least worthy of having one gun withdrawn but still able to purchase more well that seems kind of that seems like a pretty big hole to me well it is a
8: big well, hole it,
7: that there's the problem you know this guy was under he was being looked oh, at. We got okay? another and, call and, and my question is if he wasn't a danger why did he take the gun and never return it
1: gotcha Right, 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 right. So right
7: there is a red flag to me that should have been put into the system. But with HIPAA laws and mental stuff the way it is, unless you're adjudicated through the courts, nothing is ever entered.
1: Okay. All right, Stan, noted. Thank you. Yeah, we'll putting, in
2: un- un- Thank you Stan. putting in information that has not been adjudicated I think would be a problem, too. I think that would violate somebody's Well, it could problem. be a
1: HIPAA, but that's
2: the whole purpose of a
1: red flag law is that you get to cross these lines if you can determine that somebody would be a danger to themselves or others, which it sound like he was at that point, and that's when you can cross the HIPAA laws, or you can not violate them, but that's where the, uh, where the, the exceptions. Where something else takes precedence over them. The exceptions exist. All right, so that is the shooting uh, update uh, there. Uh, That individual able to buy guns after uh, already having a run-in with the FBI and and at least some investigation and having one of his guns taken. So that's that. All right, we could invite your opinion about that. It'll have to be during the 9 a.m. hour. Mike is patiently waiting to talk about solar farms. So you have uh, the microphone now on an open day here on WKOK.
8: Good morning. Um, I support the use of uh, solar, however, I can understand concerns that people have over solar or lots of other things being placed right against their property. So I, I think they should seriously look into using land in Pennsylvania that no one really wants. That would be uh, the land that's idle because of coal mining, whether it was strip mining or deep mining. Uh, there are thousands and thousands of acres just sitting as a blight that I think could be, could be negotiated to use for solar farms. There, there are also thousands of acres of, of land sitting there uh, that are um, Superfund sites. That uh, Usually what happens at a Superfund site is the least expensive option to remediate is to cap it. And then it sits there and... Who knows what grows on top of it? But, I mean, those are areas that no one's ever going to want or build or to build on, and they could put an awful lot of solar farms on those, and no one would complain. I think the coal companies would be happy to, you know, work out a deal, and the government would get uh, some use out of these. Take Palmerton, for example. That's a gigantic site that is a blight and could handle a, a gigantic solar farm. So...
9: Well, Mike, Uh, I think you have a great idea. I would do
1: that before I would use farmland, so. Well, I'm sure anybody who owns those lands would consider those things, but the fellow who lives out in Union County who owns this particular farm, he doesn't own any of those lands. He just owns his hundreds of acres or whatever the figure is. He owns his land, and he wants to get some revenue from it. And, of course, these uh, solar companies are interested in finding sprawling land on which they can place the panels so that they can produce the electricity, sell it to the grid, give it a cut of that to the uh, property Owner. So the man that's
2: doing this in Union County doesn't own any abandoned coal land or Palmerton or anything else. Well, look at the other side of this, too the amount of footprints of these things. The footprint of a solar plant or solar panels in these massive units is much greater than the new power plant in Shimokan Dam that runs on natural gas. And it's clean, and it's clean burning, and it's plentiful. And Dam Dam's renewable? When I, is well, natural gas renewable? I, I would, no.
8: <laughs> I would disagree with you about natural gas. It may burn clean, but when you look at the entire process, including fracking, it's not that clean. <laughs> you know, we're injecting chemicals into the ground, some of which we don't know of. We have to deal with the polluted water, and there are two kinds that come from it. And, um, yeah, it's not clean when you look at the whole picture. Yes, it burns cleaner than coal, let's say. So, you know, I mean, some at some point in time, it might be after my generation. I'm a geezer. After we're gone and younger people, you know, are in charge, they're going to just go full force on uh, solar. And But the technology is improving all the time. So it's going to be a lot easier to put solar everywhere, on your roof, everywhere. No one will even know it's there. But, okay, have all a right. great day. All right, thank, thank you, you so
1: much, Mike. Yeah, I really appreciate the call.
2: As long well, as it doesn't snow.
1: Well, I think you could probably <laughs> clear off solar panels. It well, would be worth a your million while. of
2: them. You're gonna go. You're gonna go. Who's gonna get that job? It's gonna take 500 people to clean the snow off of them in these massive solar farms. Okay, it's pointless honestly. All right. I still that's say fine.
1: we need to reconsider nuclear. You're free to go. Well, that's fine. Let's do it. I don't have any problem with that. It costs a trillion dollars for one plan. Ha- that's you- because of the pro-
2: pro- programs like the duck uh, excrement monitoring system. Because of the government. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the, it doesn't have to. France has been very successful with Says it. Says a man who heads one level of government. <laughs> the problem is us. All All right. I've met that. Nothing, as Ronald Reagan said, is more scary than the words, I'm from the government and I'm here here to help you
1: yeah the problem's not but the problem's not with government it is the government or something like that that's another good one we've met the enemy and he is us A different quote all right <laughs> we'll continue this uh blabbering idiots on WKOK's on the mark program trying to remember quotes and songs and movies this is WKOK Sunbury tune in
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Joe just blurted out, fatal
0: attraction. He's a
1: little slow today, but he's he's with us, so we appreciate him coming in today. Joe McGranahan is our fabulous co host, today's ultra conservative, natural born listener, and very interested in hearing your viewpoints today on all of the topics we're discussing. Uh, As long as I agree with him, I'm like you liberals. (laughs) I don't want to hear the ones I disagree with. (laughs) All right. Uh, Be quiet, would you please? Solar energy. We've talked about the U.S. Mexico border in weeks past. Of course, the great job that President Biden is doing. And
2: but we're going to focus on Maxine Waters today and her insurrectionist comments.
1: All right, yeah, she's, in, she's fomenting violence, right? If this were President Trump, that's what we would say. We impeached so. him for words very similar. All right, so we're going to be talking about that shortly. One of our emails calls her blabberpuff. So, I guess, is that
2: permittable on the well, radio? Well, she calls herself Auntie Max. Okay. Auntie, Auntie, oh, Auntie yeah, Max. She's, uh, Auntie that's, Max. Yeah, she's that. She's, she's a friend. She's just here to support everybody. Good old Auntie Max. She's the outspoken aunt we
1: all have. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Do please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Call us now if you have an opinion about the goings on of the day. Toll free, 1 800 That's 1 800 You can email us at on the market, at WKOK.com. <laughs> easy for me to say, right? Well, not easy. On the market, at <laughs> WKOK.com, <glaubly completo laughs> or you can text us at 70236. That's the Text Connect system. You just sign up for that at WKOK.com. Two-way communication. We send you breaking news occasionally uh, no more than a dozen times a month or so, and in return, you, you get an opportunity to text us back. goes right to the newsroom or the On the Mark show. We have to do news headlines, but Buzz's attention span is only about <laughs> 17 <laughs> seconds, so we have to put them on the radio before he forgets what he wanted to say. Buzz, you're on the mark.
8: Who is this? Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I told you.
7: I'm up to 20 seconds now. Oh, because you're a
1: little I, I older guess. now. Okay, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> Funny.
8: I, almost, I, I just heard at the end, uh, before the news break when I turned it on about Joe's comment about who, who's cleaning the snow off of the
7: solar. Joe needs to do some reading. You don't need to clean the snow off the solar panels. The sunlight is penetrates it. And in fact, often, depending on the depth of the snow, will even enhance the value of the solar panel when there's snow on it. Now, of course, there's going to be a point where uh, uh, there is too much, but um, snow is not a factor that that you're concerned about. So do a little reading. Take it from me. I worked in the solar industry for four years. I have a little bit of knowledge about that
9: kind of stuff.
2: So how much is too much? A couple feet.
1: Oh, a couple of feet, okay. A couple of feet. Yeah, that would be a blanket. But you can go out and clean yeah. solar panels. There's a financial incentive to do so. You could pay someone to do it, Joe, because he, Well you he, said there's a financial
2: incentive. What's the incentive if it doesn't need to be you done? Start generating electricity. Well again. yeah. But Buzz is saying you don't need to do it. Uh, no, not for a light read snow, up on he it, says. So read up on it. Thanks, guys. Hey, you,
1: thank you. We try not to confuse our uh, don't confuse us with the facts, Buzz. You know, our minds are made up. All right. 1-800-795-95. 6-5, we appreciate his call. Buzz is a super busy retiree who's just gone from place to place all the time. So we appreciate him so calling So that's in. the
2: criteria for abandoning the newscast to take a call. you got to be super busy. I'm super busy. has to be a poignant. You don't abandon the no,
1: newscast to hear my opinion. It has to be a poignant, intelligent comment.
2: Well, in that case, why did we let Buzz on? <laughs> why are we on? <laughs> why are we on? <laughs> Only kidding, Buzz. All right. <laughs> <laughs> one 800 795 I did not know that. I assumed 65- that anything that blocked them would be
1: a problem. 1-800-INSULT-JOE. That's 1-800-INSULT-JOE. Please, all callers, free to call in today. All right. About I can a, take it. About 100 volunteers participated in that Susquehanna River what cleanup are you doing the news now? Sunday. Yes. Okay. The group pulled uh, tons of tires, trash, and many, many other items from the riverbanks and nearby islands. Chairperson Danielle Bronowitz told us the goal was to help remove two years of accumulating debris along the riverbanks last year. No cleanup was held because of the pandemic. There is an increase of about 5,000 new COVID-19 cases in Pennsylvania as of midday Saturday, but that is fewer than previous days. State Department of Health reporting there were about 5,100 new cases for a total of 1,103,000 cases in Pennsylvania. Locally also, there was a slightly higher increase in new cases. 87 more cases reported as of Friday, and Union County had the sharpest increase with 44 or more cases, 13 of those were on the Bucknell University campus where an outbreak uh, continues there and uh, the uh, 21 new cases were reported in Northumberland County. With the northern section of the CSVT project continuing Monday when a two-month long lane restriction goes into place on Route 15 in Union County today, PennDOT says the right lane of Route 15 South will be closed for two months starting today just south of Winfield near the new bridges spanning the highway. This will allow crews to install foundation for the overhead sign structures part of that. Big Brothers Big Sisters is back they're in the valley serving Snyder Union Northumberland, and Montour counties. Big Brothers Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania Uh, say they're going to have a virtual information for possible bigs next Monday April 26th at 5.30pm We're
10: not looking for somebody that's perfect you know we're looking for somebody that can share their own experiences. When we do our matching we really look at um interest
1: Uh, That is uh, none other than Michelle Hamilton, executive director of uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania. Recent Sunrise interview. You can get more information from her at wdkok.com. And the Associated Press is reporting in Westmoreland County, a school board in southern Pennsylvania voted to keep the name of the Susquehannock High School mascot, the Warriors, but will drop the image meant to portray a Native American fighter. The school board for the Southern York County School District district made the decision on a 7-2 vote Thursday, the York Dispatch reported. The decision followed a review by the board's diversity committee, a hearing with testimony from Native American advocates, and a petition against removing the mascot that garnered 3,800 signatures. Another petition supporting removing the mascot uh, exists, according to the newspaper. Students will design the new logo, and the superintendent, Sandra Lemon, says the board will get an update about it next month. The team will be able to stay the warriors, they'll just drop the Native American connection. So what will they put in its place? Well, there's all, every culture has warriors, so I guess uh, maybe something U.S. military-oriented might be appropriate, like
2: a salute to the U.S. veterans. So, in other words, we can salute our veterans, we can mock them, but we can't mock Native Americans, because no. everybody seems to think that these logos or these mascots are mocking people. It is that simple. Isn't that funny how this has been a
1: conversation going on for two years, and you just summarized it into one sentence. Almost every <laughs> adjective and noun was false. So, pretty good, Joe. That's that's big even for you. So, yeah. Well,
2: I just don't see that something was designed mm-hmm. not to make fun of something. Somebody, but to honor them or recognize their, one of their attributes or their qualities, you know, look at the look at the Fighting Irish logo, in Notre Dame. It makes Irish people look like drunken leprechauns. <laughs> But we aren't complaining about it. <laughs> right. We are drunk. I didn't say right? I did not say that. <laughs> no, but I wish we had video today so people could have seen your reaction when I said that.
1: <laughs> Just rolling my eyes and shrugging my oh, shoulders. Well you're doing more than that. <laughs> uh,
10: OK. All
1: right. 1-800-795-9565. Joe, read uh, your whole article, if you don't mind,
2: please. OK. This is the story. Representative Monroe Marjorie Taylor Greene announced an effort Sunday to expel Maxine Waters from Congress after she told protesters in in to get more confrontational if Derek Chauvin isn't convicted of murdering George Floyd. Keyword, get more confrontational. Get more confrontational. In a statement released by her office, Taylor Green accused the California Congresswoman of inciting Black Lives Matter domestic terrorists to fire gunshots at National Guardsmen in Minnesota after she spoke in Brooklyn Center, which has become a flashpoint for protests following the fatal police shooting of Dante Wright. I'll be introducing a resolution to expel Representative Maxine Waters from Congress for her continual incitement of violence. A statement from Taylor Greene's office reads, Waters told reporters on Saturday that if former police officer Chauvin isn't found guilty of murdering Floyd, we've got to stay on the street and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure they know that we mean business. Now, if that isn't inciting, what is? Did she mean violence? Well, what else did she, would she mean? Confrontational. In other words, is it, they were already burning things down and setting fires to stuff. Oh, boy, Joe. All right, Chris, set them straight.
6: <laughs> well, uh, between his comments on Maxine Waters and and uh, how black people should act by the police, I think he's, Joe is ready to get, go down and start protesting and... Washington, maybe with signs like, uh, we need better black people.
2: You don't have any problem with what she says, but you had a lot of trouble with what Donald Trump said, and you agree with his impeachment, but you don't agree with hers.
6: Don't don't think that uh, increased confrontation if something happens is exactly the same as as uh fight like hell and the uh, other rhetoric that was available at that
2: uh, Well the other rhetoric included President Trump the other rhetoric included President Trump telling them to go peacefully she didn't even bother to throw yes, that caveat yes, in there
6: uh, he remembered to put in a little disclaimer look i don't think i don't <laughs> think what he trend. did was yes. right
2: i don't think what he did was right and neither is what she did so you can call me a racist all you want well, to well i don't
6: think that she she was she was right in that uh uh, in how you try to affect uh, uh, trial outcomes no, I do not think that was right and it's not a perfect statement in any case but the point is I'm not trying to insult you, Joe I mean I, th- I thought I didn't think it was an insult uh, I thought it was a uh, well I uh, thought it was a taser
2: <laughs> listen you said to me I, I, my sign would say we need better black people we have wonderful black people that don't incite riots that want to peacefully demonstrate a great injustice but yet the minute you call them out the minute you call Look, out so the bad ones
6: it, the minute so you call out
2: I don't like being characterized the way you characterized me I, I know, disagree with I you on this what if I called you a racist <laughs> would you like that Go ahead. well you're a racist
6: Oh, of course.
2: <laughs> okay. Can you back anybody it up? who disagrees with anybody who's on the left is a racist?
6: If no, I, that's not true at all. Well, I didn't say that.
2: Well, because I I came down on Maxine Waters. I don't care whether she's black, white, green, or yellow. A statement you like came that down deserves on black condemnation. People for
6: not behaving correctly around police.
2: Well, what's behaving correctly around police? I mean, not running? Not a, running? Who's
6: supposed to be the professional in this case?
2: Not running from the police? Not who,
6: Who's supposed to be professional in this case?
2: With the police? <laughs> Cha-ching. The police are supposed to be professional. All right, what else,
1: yeah, Chris? We exactly. haven't had a long enough show for you to have much to talk about today.
6: Exactly, <laughs> but I didn't hear you say that.
1: Oh, that the police are, didn't hear who say what?
6: And Joe say uh, the police should be professional. Well, certainly
2: they should. There's and no argument they have there.
6: less, less itchy tr- trigger fingers. But you they have a be so panicked when they confront a black person.
2: They have a quarter of a second. First of all, and why isn't anybody? Let's talk about this shooting, um, this latest one uh, with uh, Dante. What's his name? Right, Dante Wright. What did what did that cops What is this guy is a member?
6: Is the, uh, he's a gang, uh, gang member. They shot or the guy in yeah, the no, the
2: thirteen-year-old. He's a gang member. He's a member of a gang. He's out at two-thirty in the morning. He's firing. Uh, he took part in a drive-by shooting or some kind of shooting that happened right before that. A cop chases him down the alley because some citizen called in and said there's somebody firing guns out here. They encounter him. He cop runs down the alley. He had a gun in his hand. He dropped it, but he turned toward the cop. The cop didn't see. Him. I'm giving the cop the benefit of the doubt. Cop didn't see him, and he did what he was trained to do. He fired to protect himself. It's a uh, sad situation no matter which way. A
6: uh, uh, kid raised his hands with no gun in it?
2: He, didn't, he had a gun earlier, in a split second he earlier, and the cop had, had to make a decision. The
6: cop didn't know about it, right?
2: No, the cop didn't know about it. The cop saw it was chasing him down the alley. But then he dropped it, it. He dropped it, and there's some question about whether or not the police officer could see that he had dropped it. But you no, know, but the left doesn't see, want uh, to give the police didn't see officer a, gun a break. In
6: hand when the hands were up. But he had. If he, your hands up, and even if you have a gun in your hand, that's still not a reason to shoot, is it?
2: So, in other words, a kid with a gun in his hand, there's no reason for a policeman to shoot him if he thinks he's threatened.
6: If his hands are up and the gun's not pointed at the cop, and but the you're fact missing, is he you not have a gun in you're, ref,
2: you're refusing to, a, right? you're so refusing he to honor he the point. A
6: gun in his hand?
2: You're refusing. That's
6: professional police work?
2: He had a gun in his hand, Chris. The cop it may not, not have, have seen him drop gun it. gun
6: in his hand that the cop uh, says, says, said he saw that I know of yet.
2: It was in a, was in a foot of his body after they found him. He'd it obviously dropped it. the
6: fence it. when they f- found him, and we assume that it's probably his but he made sure he got rid of it before he stopped and turned around and put his hands up, so let's shoot him anyway.
2: You know, you're characterizing that police officer had to make a split-second decision, and you're being very unfair. Uh, It's a tragedy the whole way around. I'm sorry, but what about...
6: uh, You're saying that if uh, the cop thinks a person might have a gun, and he stops and he puts his hands up, Let's shoot him because I have to make a split-second decision.
2: No, that's not what I said, and you know it isn't.
6: Well, that's what happened, though. No, what that's happened what is saying. the kid
2: was running down an alley at 2.30 in the morning after taking oh, part well, in a that shooting. Means
6: he's guilty. That means we should shoot him. But you, you know you're so. Uh, you, like it.
2: You're being ridiculous because any uh, any reasonable was person was
6: being any yeah. reasonable
2: person would realize <laughs> that the police I'm officer any reasonable <laughs> person would uh, understand that the police officer had to make a very tough and very quick decision, and maybe it was the wrong one. We'll find out. But what if it was the right one? Well, and almost, what responsibility maybe? does the kid maybe? have? What does right, the responsibility a, does the kid me, have hold, for hold, what hold, happened hold, to him? Let's go back. Well, no, we don't have time to go back, Chris. We have to. The the stop. Decision. we no. got to call, waiting. We gotta we call gotta her waiting. we got to call her waiting. All right, let's move on. Goodbye. Have a, nice have a nice day, Chris. We've got to certainly hope you have a nice day. Have a nice day.
1: See thanks. you later. Thanks for calling in, Chris. I'm sorry. We've got to move on, but you get another you minute move later. move
6: on. Oh, gee.
1: Well, email us. You can do that too. You, you, you <laughs> used to do that too, so send us <laughs> okay, a note. Well, Thank you. Maybe
6: Joe's
3: made the wrong decision.
1: Maybe you have
6: too. I
1: might have. It's hard to say. Thank you, sir. All right, we'll be right back.
3: When it comes to car buying,
1: Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show On the Mark. Uh, we want to talk about something really important here and that's the Sunbury Motor Company where they sell Ford all the e-vehicles, the uh, Escorts and Explorers and Expeditions and the E-Mock Mustang that I even got to drive one of those but they also got the Hyundais and the Kias. The Kia Telluride is one of them but there's a wide range of vehicles in each of those car brands that have a perfect vehicle they're all highly rated in Consumer Reports and they're all for sale with a volume dealer who wants nothing more than to give you a good deal. It's the Sunbury Motor Company premier service provider too for all makes of cars and trucks. They got the quick clean there that's open from 6.30 in the morning to 6 p.m. and Saturday 6.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. If you're one of the individuals who've purchased a vehicle there, they got loaners to help you out and they will definitely super serve you in whatever way they can. Of course they got the body shop, alignment shop, the part shop and the great deal shop where folks uh, like uh, Jeff Clock and Ernest and Austin and Kyle and Alphonse, who will make sure that you are one of the, uh, well, maybe not millions, but certainly tens of thousands of happy customers who have left the Sunbury Motor Company and keep going back uh, for their next vehicle whenever that time comes. Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. Do what I do. Build a Ford a pickup truck to your precise specifications and then go there in a couple of months and pick it up. And All right, so I don't always pick them up, but uh, don't do what I do. <laughs> And that's order them and not take them.
2: Although they do t- seem to sell the ones you order, so maybe they should they put get you on the They get sold as soon as
1: I fast, as soon as I say, well, I'm going to upgrade still farther they sell that one. So sunburymotors.com. Thank you, Josephs, for wading through all of that. You are now yes, on. Yes, the- I
9: was going to say, uh, on my new Kia, I got off of Austin down there. It's a service after the sales because he got me a uh, seatbelt extensions free. And uh, he really Super. takes care of you, so you want to check Austin out down there at Sunbury Motors.
1: Well said. Uh, Thank yeah, you. That's
9: not what I call but <laughs> Wisest you
1: words you've away. ever said on this program.
9: <laughs> Pardon me? Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, I was talking about this uh, uh, young man that was running from the police. I, uh, When I was a young man, I had a 55 Dodge, and it was pretty hot. And uh, i make a long story short here, it is pretty long. But. Uh, state police, I outrun him on Route 45 from Laurelton on down to uh, Mifflinburg. When I got to Mifflinburg, I pulled, doused my life, pulled off the side, and I was so shook up. When you start to run, you, uh, you just get nuts. You get crazy. And uh, anyway, the state police, after a few moments, he went by, and I sit there and cool down. And I thought, well, I'm just going to go home now. I'm, I'm too upset. And so I went out in the main street because of the state police, he went straight through. And when I got up in the upper end of Mifflinburg, there was a roadblock. And I thought it was for me, but here Penn prisoners had got out, and, which I didn't know. And uh, of course, I thought it was for me, so I, as soon as I seen the roadblock, I turned to the right and went down by the body company and anyhow weaseled down. And as soon as I looked in my mirror, here, the, the police lights were on me. And they were right on me like, boy. <laughs> and i out of town, I hit the road from uh, Mifflinburg to Forest Hill. And when I hit that road, that Dodge, uh, well, I was doing 120. I could have killed a whole family because when I was going around them corners, if another car was coming, I was just insane. I was, I was running. I wasn't going to get caught. And this was only for a little traffic violation. I wasn't, uh, uh, you know, run down alley at night with a gun when gunshots were fired. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, Joseph, when I can got I? To the I, I hope it's Joseph. I took. I doused my lights again. And went up over the hill and back by wabash and come out on 192 about three miles on
2: up oh my god he's damp. a fugitive from justice joseph i hope the statute of limitations has run out on this <laughs> yes. Well, this
9: was quite a while ago okay. anyway i hit the road to halfway dam and i'm still running like a maniac and i see this car in front of me and he's a, he's going fast also but I caught up with him at halfway to him, here was the Mittenberg police, <laughs> oh, and he pulled over. And when I saw him, I, I just, I, I left off the gas and I thought, that's it, you're done. My foot was shaking. I was so nervous. He pulled me over and I knew, I knew the chief of police, I ain't going to mention your name. He's dead now. But anyway, uh, he said, did you see a black 55 Dodge, uh, Buick? No, I said. <sighs> we well, he said he run our roadblock and we chased him back here and see, I had a 55 Dodge. And he thought it was a Buick. And I said, here's what I did. I was so upset. I said, no, that was me. Well, he said, it couldn't be because you were behind me. How did you get behind me? (laughs) And I took this three-mile deep tour. But anyhow, I was going that fast. And I confessed to him, well, he said, I'm going to have to arrest you. Oh, I said, come on, man, give me a break. I said, my license had just run out, and I I didn't know it. And blah, blah, blah. Well, he said, I have a pen prisoner in the car. Mm. Excuse me. I have a pen official in the car. What am I going to tell him? Well, I just said, time, it couldn't be me because it was a black Buick. You thought it was a Buick. I have a Dodge, and I was behind you. Yeah, just so let him go. Did. And uh, anyway, the next day in the Sunbury Daily Item, it had 10 prisoners who lose Miffenburg police in high-speed auto chase. Oh, my But the gosh. moral story is this, that when you start to run, especially if, if, if you're you know, carrying a gun illegally, uh, and police know this, that you know people go nuts and so when he's when he turned of course his hands he had threw the gun away but in the, in that he is the moment uh i don't believe the peace officer was uh did anything wrong i really don't because he he would, uh, would have assumed that he was going to shoot and uh of course we see the still picture with two hands and no gun but that was in a split second mm-hmm. and uh uh it's just you know uh, it's just uh, i know you just lose your mind when you start to run and and like I say, it was just for a minor traffic violation that I was going crazy and I could have killed myself plus uh plus other people, you know right. what I mean. Sure. Well
2: this other this apparently this young man's family has already hired an attorney and the attorney, uh a female said it was an assassination.
9: Yeah, well they're gonna get millions of dollars out of this. Come on. how much did uh, Floyd's uh, family get? Well,
2: where was the parents' concern? Where was the family's concern that the kid was out at 2.30 in the morning running with a gang?
9: Exactly. I mean, maybe he's out of control. I mean, he had had a a worn out on him that, that, uh, what's his name, it was shot, that that woman shot. And he's going in the car. You don't know if he has a gun under the seat or laying on the other seat. And she panicked, too. And Hey, when you're hot like that, you're not thinking. Even she grabbed the wrong gun, but you know, you're just not thinking right. And uh, All uh, right. you know,
1: I, yeah, good point. Yeah, well, he, I think uh, I, I, George
9: Floyd, that guy is guilty. I, as far as I'm concerned, he's guilty. The police of officer, he, Chauvin, yeah. yeah see what he did. Uh, there was no panic there. There was no, I mean, for that, that was, many minutes, come on. That ridiculous. was
2: deliberate. That was deliberate. Right. Yeah, he
9: should he should actually get the death
2: penalty,
1: I think. All right. Thank you so much, Joseph. Thanks for calling Thanks. in. Very Thanks much a lot. Appreciated. So apparently
2: so does Maxine Waters. You and Maxine Waters agree on that. Read a little bit farther into that. I think we're on to something there. Well, Taylor Green called Waters a danger to our society and accused her of traveling across state lines to incite riots. And that's apparently what she did. Her orders recorded on video last night at the Brooklyn Center led directly to more violence and a drive-by shooting on National Guardsmen in Minnesota early this morning. She writes, as a sitting United States, Congresswoman Representative Maxine Waters threatened a jury, demanded a guilty verdict, and threatened violence if Chauvin is found not guilty. Mm. And that's basically what she did. She's telling the jury, you got to find him guilty because right. I think he's guilty. not sequestered yet, so <laughs> <laughs> I mean, might have heard that. But, I mean, let's face it. I mean, a chauvin deserves to be convicted. I'm sorry. I agree with Maxine Waters on that. But to threaten a jury, I mean, I didn't hear all the evidence. I'm Maybe sure Maybe she, she just means either. go
1: up to the police line and stay there, not... Overrun I don't them think so. This is the and same woman. And this else.
2: is the same woman who said, "If you see a Republican official of, Repra- of <laughs> President Trump's uh, administration at a restaurant, go up to them, confront them, tell them to get out, and tell them they're not welcome." So she has a history of confrontation. She All has right, a folks, what do you think about that? One
1: 9565 We impeached President Trump uh, for a pattern of remarks this way. Well, apparently, see Maxine Waters has uh, got a cycle of these remarks going on. One eight hundred 795 is our telephone number. Do you think that is inciting a crowd? One of our good listeners sends us this note uh, down here, Joe.
2: Says, Mark, you give Chris way too much time. He provides no worth to your program. Signed, Mike. Well, I think he's very valuable. He refutes almost everything Joe says, so and the, I, I agree with that. One of our texters says, Chris is a great Monday morning quarterback. The kid in Chicago turned towards the cop with his gun hand out of you. The cop made a decision so he could go home at the end of the day. Watch the video, Chris. Put yourself in the cop's position, which I know is impossible for folks like you. And then one uh, Doug from, uh, where, Lewistown? Just just Says, Maxine Blabbermouth Waters is a complete idiot, not because she is black, but because when she opens her mouth, idiotic words spew out. When will we wake up and see what's going on here? The media and liberal politicians are purposely dividing us because if we remain divided, we won't unitedly stand against the liberal socialist agenda and the government increases its control on us, the people. Yet Donald Trump... Was the divisive one. All right. 1 800 795
1: 9565. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, open phones Monday. We've talked about a wide range of topics uh, what's, uh, solar panels, police shootings, things yeah. right like that. Uh,
2: right now, we're on police shootings. But no, nope, we're going uh, back to solar panels it looks like.
5: Oh, well, j- j- just for a minute here. Yeah, I was in the wilds of Dornsife there and the only uh, cell tower to bounce off of was out of service.
1: <laughs> out in Dornsife, that tower is there.
5: Yeah. <laughs> that tower. Really. Yeah. Well, anyway, a while back there was a guy from a uh, solar farm outfit that, that called about uh, our place and up through the area here. And uh, I can see why people do that, although I never would. I give you a thousand dollars an acre lease. On mm-hmm. when you consider ground around here, uh, by, you know a chunk of it is no more than oh, six, seven thousand dollars is, is plenty. Right. So it it yeah it does just seem a little shady to me. I mean it really does. And if you did do this, that um, the outfit that does it had better have a whole lot of um, wherewithal behind them. You know, that it wouldn't be some, um, you know, fly by night outfit out to make a fast buck on the whole deal. Anyway well, and think I think that's
1: the key. You know, you do see there are better places for it in wide open lands. One of our texters, where did we get the Walmart word? Where was that? Oh, uh, anyway, maybe it was in an email. Somebody said an empty parking lot or a Walmart lot, where a roof would be a better place for them. But this man in Union County doesn't own any of that space, he only owns his acres.
5: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I understand that part, but it is, uh, it is, it on the surface seems really lucrative when you think that uh, even at $5 a bushel for corn and you had 200 bushel to the acre, and around here we're about 130, 140, and corn. It isn't usually over four, although now it's selling for more than five.
2: Okay. Now, uh, we we have been on the topic of police shootings, and I'm not uh so certain that how much corn is selling for is going to be a big interest to everybody,
5: but... Oh, here we go. Okay. All right. I I wish that was just my opener. Appreciate
1: it. Thank you, Lance. I appreciate it anyway. One of our listeners says, Mike and Lance are correct about using land that is non-viable for crop production being used for solar panel farms if that's part of the future energy production. Yeah, let me correct that. Uh, Lance didn't say anything about uh, (laughs) non-viable land. Uh, Mall parking lots and roofs, Walmart parking lots and roofs, these are all areas that could be used with no restrictions uh, for these uh, solar farms. Uh, Mary, you are on the mark from Sunbury, PA. Go right ahead.
11: Oh, hi there. Uh, I'm calling about that young man that the police officer shot. hmm Right. I I don't understand. He was how old, and he was 2.30 in the morning running with with a, a gang member with a gun.
2: It was I, I don't 13 understand years, why. He was 13 years old, and he was running with a 21-year-old member, and apparently he also was a member of the gang.
11: Right. I mean, what, what was he doing out in the streets at 2.30 in the morning? Where was his parents?
1: He was coming had, back from the library, I
2: believe. They were oh, right. Busy hiring, they were hiring an attorney to represent them.
11: But Well, they they're after money is what they're after. They'll be after money. I mean, I feel sorry for the young man. I really do. But he had no business on the streets running with a gang member, being in a gang. I, I blame it on the parents. The parents should have known where his tra- their child was i mean i've i've got quite a few kids, and when they were little, I knew where they were at, and if they went the wrong place they They paid a punishment for it they stayed home
2: well, you're right and it's it's sad it's a tragedy all the way around a thirteen year old kid shouldn't be put in a position where he has to join a gang you know, in order to survive in his community. So if that's, you know, there's, if that's part of the pressure that he was under, right. then I feel sorry for him and for his family for being in those circumstances. But somewhere in there, there is still personal responsibility.
11: Right. But there's there's other things for them to do. There's all different kind of sports they can can join. You know, they, they can go with their friends. You know, they have to have friends that aren't gang members. Well,
1: yeah, he I, may I not think. have had all of these options. I mean, I can also lament or enjoy your lament I think it's terrible that these things are happening and of course it probably will be a big payout for the family uh, if yes. it was certainly a jury c- might have to look at it but uh, you know the, the lawyers will probably settle before then but in any event all the way back around I mean if the kids in a cycle of um, you know, despair that might be part of his community. Well, it's it's a crying shame, and if if it hadn't happened today, it might have happened tomorrow. Because this is the slippery slope that a lot of these young men and women go into, and it's a it's a, it's a real issue. It's an urban issue. It's a it's an issue in this country. It's uh, the president calls it a national embarrassment, the mass shootings. But I think this is also not our proudest moment. The fact that this is uh, you know we allow these cycles
2: of despair to go continue but look at the little girl who was shot and killed and her father's in serious condition in chicago it was a gang shooting they apparently they weren't the intended targets or maybe they were i don't know but you know where is the where's the outrage over over this too
11: over here in sunbury over in reagan street there was a drive-by shooting
2: what okay I, I think, think over the weekend what? there was a story about somebody pumping gunfire into a home. So mm-hmm. yeah, over area. right
11: across from the Goodwill's Hose Company.
10: Okay, yeah. it's
11: like they got to get rid of these these people that these gangs. Sunbury used to be a nice town; you wouldn't be afraid to walk the streets, you know. But now it's like this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. They got to break down on these ga- gangs and drugs.
10: Yeah.
1: All right, we got you. Thank you so much, thanks, Barry. Barry. Thank you for calling. Thank yeah. you.: Call us again. Good Take nice. care. Okay. Uh, Cindy, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
10: Good morning, gentlemen. You know, what concerns me that I'm seeing now is uh, a leap a leap of, a leap of um, finding people guilty. What I understood that our justice system was predicated on the concept that you got either a trial by a judge or a jury who tried to be open-minded listen to the, um, all of the facts that are presented to them, and then make a decision. But we don't have that now. We have instantaneous indictment and guilt, and they're calling for the maximum punishment on people. And it troubles me because any one of us could find ourselves, for whatever the reason, on the wrong side of the law. And is that how we want to be treated in that circumstance?
2: No, we don't. I wouldn't want to be treated that way.
10: The more that I see this, you know, leap leap to judgment, and the more, you know, I want to see these people getting the maximum penalties and they're not guilty of this, they're guilty of, you know, the worst things, murder, etc. I think to myself, wow. You know, I hope I never never find myself on the wrong side of the law, because we've gone from an orderly, what I thought was an orderly system of dealing with these malactors, to just ramping in the streets. I mean, how far are we? You know, the French finally broke down and dragged all of their aristocrats, you know, and they put on mock trials, and they beheaded them. know that's mob justice or in the old west you know we heard about these uh, groups that would grab the guy and hang him from a tree or in the south when they would do these lynchings and we all are horrified to hear that but then why are why are some people behaving that way by calling i can't believe that all these people opining about the guilt of these people in the press have actually sat down and listened to every minute and every word so that they could come to the same kind of conclusion the jury did.
2: I agree. And I think Maxine Waters calling for a guilty verdict is entirely inappropriate.
10: That was reckless and irresponsible of her. But unfortunately, Congress passed a law that immunized them against reckless and irresponsible speech. But that's on the
2: floor of the House, isn't it? I don't think uh, that covers standing out in the public square. Ah.
10: I see. So that's why Harry Reid could make those false accusations on the floor of the Senate against uh, a presidential candidate and not be libelous for that. That's my
2: understanding, right, that they can have immunity when they're speaking on the floor or in uh, in the Congress.
10: Well, I don't think they should have immunity, period. They've they've sought the position of leader, and they should choose their words and comments carefully.
2: What's the
1: way back? How can we fix this?
10: I think that wise that the cooler heads should prevail i think we should abandon this screeching to hang everybody from the the highest tree until we have the facts i think we ought to reflect if that were my son if that were my husband if that were my wife is this the justice i want them to have and if it if it's not then you know we need to reform our justice system but we need to stop this behavior because when you do it to someone else you invite it being done to you i i have yet to understand in this uh verbal escalation of malice in our country doesn't don't people get if you if you do that to someone you're licensing you're allowing them to do it to you you know if you bar people from free speech you're saying it's okay for you to be silenced if you Stand on a street corner and scream for someone to be hung, without any evidence. You're turning that very thinking against your family. And I'm, uh, you know, perhaps I'm mistaken, but I'm pretty confident that if it were our family member, we would hope and pray that they got a fair shake. Right? That we that the justice system that we've always believed in would function. And that they would be, you know, their uh, hearing would happen, and that those twelve people or the judge would make a decision. Not that they're hung on the street corner, either verbally or literally. I mean, it's ju- it's very troubling to me. And how is this mob mentality any different from uh, mass murderers? We conduct these mass hatred things now. Is somehow okay? I don't follow why. That kind of behavior is okay.
1: Oh, you're right. Well, we don't want to regulate guns. My gosh, that's the wrong way to go about it. We need to regulate people. Well, you know, Mark, I have
10: a question for you because I've heard (laughs) you say common sense gun regulations. Senator Toomey and I are on the
1: fringe on this, (laughs) just so you know.
10: Okay, but you've talked about this, and you have suggested that registering your guns is a common-sense way to stop people from... No,
1: no, 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 no. I'm I'm very opposed to (laughs) gun registration.
10: Are you really? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes,
2: he is.
10: (laughs) I see. That's
2: a terrible idea. When
10: I look at the interventions that are proposed, I don't understand the connection to how that will stop this from happening.
1: There often isn't a, isn't a direct connect, you know. It's the it's the idea that if we could somehow impose responsibility, make the rules that relate to gun ownership a little bit more stringent, that you could start a not a slippery slope, but a positive slope that would upramp not only laws and regulations, but responsibility and uh, appreciation for for guns. So that's what I think it's it's part of. A lot of it has to do with education, but we're going to need a whole new generation of people to agree that way we're never going to have any additional gun laws in the country now it's just too we're just too entrenched and everybody thinks their gun is just too much a part of who they really are so i don't think that we're ever going to get any gun regulation the current discussion will, however nowhere.
2: having no gun myself i don't think my weapon defines me Okay. All right. Your weapon may define you, and you're usually packing, as I'm well aware. (laughs) No, 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 please. Don't say that. Not true. I forget who it was. Joe
10: probably remembers the the pen is mightier than the sword. Right. And we have denigrated into the pen being unleashed through free speech against everybody without any temperance at all. I I mean, I'm just stunned. And, uh, again, I ask my neighbors who stand up and call for these people to be, you know, summarily executed, is that the kind of justice you would accept for your child, your spouse, your parent, your sibling? Is that the kind of community we want to have? Can't we, I thought we moved away from this. Isn't this an echo of barbarism? I mean, All right, we gotcha. I'm, I'm shocked. Nice. Thank you so Thanks, much, Cindy. Thanks for
1: calling call. in. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. we got some emails and texts related to these topics. Do we need a break? Yeah, we do. All right, let's take that. We've got time for one more caller, at least, maybe two. Speedy dialers, dial it up right now, 1-800-795-9565. All right. Well, geez, we just solved all known problems and cured all (laughs) diseases.
2: We were off mic. (laughs) That was terrible. That's too bad we can't remember what we said, but we're old. And so that happens. Although I'm older than you. One of our emailer says, and I love this. It's obviously a racist comment. Joe. Where was the parent's concern equals we need better black people? Gee, I thought it would mean we need better parenting.
1: No, it means we need no, better No, because it's...
2: A, it, talk about a racist comment. Boy, there you have one. No new gun laws. Did gun laws demand that the FBI taking a gun away automatically meant one gets uh, put on the red flag list? Apparently not. So maybe there is room for improvement, I guess. Common sense change in the gun right. law that might make us safer. Right. Put myself in the position of the cop. If the cop puts himself in the position of shooting a person who Turns around and puts his empty hands up in the air. He made the mistake. And put yourself in the position of the boy is running from the cops a death sentence. Not supposed to be. No, it isn't. Lance,
1: you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
5: Yeah, yeah. why wow, when you talked about something that's so ingrained in our culture that costs a whole lot of lives, you knew I had to call about alcohol, man.
1: <laughs>
5: I mean, well, everybody loves t-
1: alcohol, but not everybody loves guns, so that's why we're yeah, having right. this discussion.
5: Okay, so in other words, if there were as many people loved guns as did alcohol, then you'd put up with hundred and five thousand deaths every year, and it wouldn't bother you a bit. Right?
2: But the cop, the cop didn't shoot a kid for holding a bottle of beer.
5: Okay. All right. All right. Here we go.
2: The kid.
5: <laughs> we talk a kid. You realize that back in the day, those uh, gunfighters of the early West, they began their careers right around age 14. Really? Yep. And that that's when you figure that toxic masculinity is going crazy, and you've got nowhere to go with it. Mm-hmm. So uh, they really were crazy people, no two ways about it. And I don't think things have changed too much over the years.
1: All right. We got you. Gotcha. Thank, thank you. Yep, good point. Uh, text, uh, Joe, so, uh, start at the very top.
2: Yes, Mark, how many laws do you need to make murder illegal no matter what tool is used? Universal background checks are that slippery slope to registration and eventual confiscation. Once again, the criminals won't care. Right. Says the man who does know that enforcement isn't happening of a
1: lot of existing gun laws. I
2: I don't see how universal background checks leads to a slippery slope. I honestly don't. You know, it seems to me we have society does have an interest in knowing uh, if the people who are obtaining guns have a legal and moral and sanity right to have them. I mean, I don't want to sell a gun to an insane person for the sake of profit. Do you? Do you want to sell someone a gun who's mentally has mental aberrations, believes he's being persecuted, or believes that you know wants to go clean out the the office where he works? Mm, I don't. I'm no. willing to take a chance on the slippery slope to stop those people, innocent people, from being killed, just for whatever reason well, somebody gets in their head.
1: The gun nuts will tell you that it. It is I'm a listening slippery to slope. one right
2: now. Okay. <laughs> what is the gun nut going to tell me? I'm a
1: common sense <laughs> gun nut. But I, I just think if once you have every single weapon that's sold, that there's a paper trail of it, that that paper trail will get misused. I mean, I can see why people hold that belief. I don't personally think that but it's easy to see why it would be true i don't even i don't even think well, the how, does, how feds are a background supposed to
2: check if all i do is check your background and and they the question is yes or no is he qualified to own a gun and right. the answer is yes you get the gun and there's no record of the paperwork
1: but now uncle sam has a piece of paper that says joe mcgranahan now owns a glock 19. no it says
2: that joe mcgranahan is has nothing to disqualify him from owning a firearm.
1: Right, but when we go to confiscate, we'll have the paperwork. We'll know where to go. I think we're out of time. This is WK, okay, Sanmary.